welcome to the Game of the Month podcast, where we pick a game and then play it, and then come back and talk about it a month later. I am Tristan, aka Vinyl Richie, on Steam, Battle.net, Nintendo Network, uh, multitude of others. I am here with my co-host Sam. Hello, I'm also known as Stairbender on Steam and GOG and Battle.net and Xbox and all the all the things. Smooth transition there. All man. the things, and we also have a, a special guest with us today. Uh, man goes who, who uh, goes by Mr. Pure Instinct, also known as Spencer. Hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah. Like uh, like Sam said, I'm Spencer or Mr. Pure Instinct across the same multitude of things. Many, many things. Yeah. Including Twitch. Including Twitch. Yeah. The most important one for me. The most <laughs> important. How about you, uh, why don't you tell us about that a little bit? Yeah, sure. So um, I, mean, I streamed on Twitch kind of on and off for, man, it's probably going on like two years now, but I never took it seriously for a long time. Yeah. And I always tried to do... I always like to try to make something of some kind. Oh, no, we're good. We're good. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> One note's just freaking out over here. Uh, that's okay. That's it's, fine. It's a whole it other happens. issue. <laughs> uh, so probably three months ago, what, it's April? Probably it's April. January. Mid-January, early February, I, um, I was like, man, streaming on Twitch is fun. Watching Twitch is fun. Why don't I stream on Twitch all the time? Yeah. So then I started just streaming three four times a week on a regular schedule sweet yeah and you just uh somewhat recently got what do they call it an affiliate twitch affiliate? yeah so yeah i recently became a twitch affiliate it's probably been about a month um a lot of people can be a twitch affiliate fairly easily mm. um it does it's different for every person depending on your schedule and things like that but essentially what that means is once you're an affiliate you it gives you the opportunity to have twitch payout and make money off of twitch um it is a very slow roll sometimes. You do have to uh, at least make like $100 before they pay it out at all. But yeah, but hey, something. It, yeah, I mean, it's progress. It's a start, so. yeah. But also with that, once you hit that point, it, it feels like your growth picks up a little bit more. Yeah. And maybe everybody starts out and they're like, affiliate is like your first goal. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's only 50 followers. It's three average viewers. Um and a few other small things. So mm-hmm. it's not like a huge goal, yeah. but it's the first one that people see. They're like, that's my first goal that I'm going to get to. And then after that, the it's, rest is kind of, you have to make up your own goals. So yeah. a lot of people shoot for affiliate cause it's, it's an easily obtainable and seeable goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It's something kind of public out. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody and it's see. what, it's something that everyone knows about if you're on Twitch. Cool, man. Awesome. So normally, um, as some of you may know, uh, Usually we start out the show by talking about uh, what we've been playing recently. Yeah. Um, I guess I will start. Okay. Go uh, for it. <laughs> so nothing too out of the ordinary here. I feel like I talk about some of these pretty much every time we do the show. Um, <laughs> yeah. Overwatch, which is have some definitely my number one. Um, <laughs> I've been playing a little bit of Heroes of the Storm again. It's, uh, man, I really, really like it. You know, I... You've been playing... I have been playing. Yeah, uh, you should me- send me a message sometime. Sorry, man, I will. I literally just started talking about that with a friend the other day. Oh yeah, yeah. the storm is a really good game. <laughs> Out of nowhere, um, I I always had a hard time getting into mobas. I liked the idea of them, but um, actually playing them 
was another story. Um, but perhaps it's just because I'm a huge Blizzard fan, and it's kind of like the closest we're ever going to get to uh, Super Smash Brothers with Blizzard characters. <laughs> uh, yeah, Hots is really awesome. Um, other than that, I have also been playing a little bit of Super Mario 3D World. Uh-huh. Uh, gearing up for uh my switch that's on the way i'll get into a little bit more of that later on but uh yeah that's that's pretty much been it recently really yeah nice uh you want to go next spencer yeah sure um so i just finished both a way out nice and uh hellblade sinuous sacrifice yeah on stream so i had a, a really good friend of mine we got together and wanted to play a way out so we knocked that out and it was it wasn't a very long game, but the cool no. thing with it was I only had to buy one copy, and then you can invite your friend to play co-op online oh, without buying a second copy. That's nice. So it's like, okay. I mean, you get your friend together with you on that. It's What'd only you play a $30 on? game. Uh, Xbox One. Okay. Yeah, so I don't... It was Xbox One, PC, and PS4, I believe. That's what I was, was thinking, too, yeah. So yeah, I did, uh, that and Hellblade, I both played on Xbox. Cool. And What else? Playing Anything a little else? bit of Halo, but that's... <laughs> it's kind of like Overwatch. It's kind of my my go to all the time. Yeah. And then I did just dive into Overwatch a little bit last Monday for the first time. Oh really? The first and game the I first played. Time? Yeah. Oh the man. First, the first match we played, I played with the same friend I played a way out with, and um, I went I went on like a eleven or twelve kill streak. Nice. With, um, Widowmaker. Oh dang! Like there you go. They just. For some that's, reason, they couldn't no joke. get out of their base past <laughs> us, and I found this perfect little perch and just picked off every person that walked out the door. Yeah, and I was gotta, like, "You just got to click on go. their heads, yeah. You know? yeah." You just one click on their head and they go away. <laughs> it's almost like my favorite over. No, I'm just kidding. Point and click. I call Bastion point and click adventure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I could I could spend an hour talking about that. <laughs> um, I've been playing uh like a whole bunch of stuff. I'm looking at Steam right now, but I'm gonna hit the highlights here uh the witcher 3 wild hunt it's like something that i haven't i've had for a while and i've been trying to get into and like trying to get into and same thing kind of happened to me with witcher 2 where like i started it a couple times and i just couldn't really get into it there's kind of like a, a hump there early on and so i finally picked it up again and started playing wild hunt and uh i'm i'm kind of hooked i say kind of hooked because then like shortly thereafter sea of thieves came out and i so i played that uh pretty for like about a week or so and then i kind of started switching off to other stuff again and i know like i hyped up sea of thieves a whole lot on the podcast and i am really enjoying it but um not having a lot uh a lot of other friends to play with uh makes it maybe a little less fun i mean playing with randos is always interesting but sometimes i also like it's like i just kind of want to go in and sail around and not really do anything and if you're doing that on your own, chances are you're, you're going to have a bad time because people be like, oh, look, a tiny ship. Let's go blow it up, <laughs> even though they have nothing. So, what, But that's part of the game. So It's you know. your fault you haven't added me yet. Uh, I, I did add you. You did? Yeah. Oh, maybe I haven't gotten on. I think. <laughs> you probably haven't Maybe it's on. my fault. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then after that, uh, what was I? Uh, I played Borderlands, the pre-sequel uh with a friend of mine we played pretty heavily last weekend actually um we we played all the other ones together and like we both had bought pre-sequel and not had a good time with it really and then we started playing together and it was like okay yeah this is a lot more fun when there's more than just one person so um and then what else uh oh ghost recon wildlands was on sale last weekend 
and I picked it up and I started playing it and it's not great but it's good it's just like open world shoot it's fun you know it's just like fun the Ghost the, Recon's, the physics are really fucked up but it's fun Ghost Recon's Tom Clancy isn't it yeah yeah this they, one's not really like I guess in the same vein as most of the others but the only Tom Clancy game that I've ever really gotten into is uh, Rainbow Six Vegas 2. Uh, that was a fun game. Yeah, so that's that's about it really for me. Uh, I've got some other like small ones in here, but it was like... Wow, we're exciting this yeah, month. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Normally we're like going on and on and on, but I mean, if I can talk more about Wildlands if you want. Uh, I could talk more about Overwatch. The car, the car physics are really, really horrible, especially with keyboard and mouse. Really? Uh, it was just the physics in general are not really that good. First, I was like, oh, it's because we're on all these dirt roads in this, you know, fake Bolivia. And then I got onto normal roads and it was as bad. And I was like, oh, okay, it's just trash. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the thing they didn't fix from the beta. Yeah. Because the only time I ever played that game was the beta. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't even remember how long ago that beta was. But that's the only time I played it was the beta. And I was like, oh, this sucks. (laughs) Yeah. And like the helicopter, like the helicopter flying is not like real great either because like <laughs> if you want to go forward you just press w but if you want to go up you're supposed to hold shift but if you do the two together you're going to start diving towards the ground which is kind of weird yeah yeah it doesn't it, that's a little rough so yeah some weird controls it's kind of hmm. it's kind of janky but i mean it's fun uh there's yeah the, your ai buddies just like will respawn in your vehicles which i actually really don't like because it's really immersion breaking (laughs) i'm like and you know sometimes it's like i don't really want to wait for them but i kind of want to because i don't want to like i don't want them to teleport and then it's like no i can't i'm gonna die so i go and then hey everyone's in the the attack helicopter is really cool though nice (laughs) cool beans that's it that's all i got well that's enough so, uh, what are we looking forward to? Anybody, anybody want to take us on a me, journey me, me. with that? Okay. Um, even though you just talked. Yeah. Well, I figured I'll just keep going. That's what, <laughs> that's what people subscribe for anyways. <laughs> the same. My case. sultry voice. Um, yeah. So most of the things on my looking forward to list are actually out already. So apologies, but like there's, I don't know of anything really else coming up that I want to play. And I haven't played any of these yet. So, um, Minute just came out on the third. Uh, it's like a game where you get this cursed sword and then you only live for a minute at a time and you've got to like try and solve all these puzzles and stuff. And sounds interesting. it's kind of like a old, uh, like Zelda style, you know, that's the, I don't know what, you know what I mean? Like the top down over the world. Yeah. Like the top down uh, kind yeah, of thing. Okay, and it's, okay. it's like eight bit graphics and yeah. stuff. So it, and actually, it's just black and white, so it's almost like playing Game Boy, I guess. Oh, interesting. interesting. Uh, but yeah, it looked really cool. And then um, Extinction came out on the 10th. Uh, it's like Assassin's Creed meets Shadow of the Colossus, I guess. There's like these giant, they call them ogres, and then you have this dude who can just like run up walls and like f- not really fly around per se, but... You have to attack these ogres. They're trying to stomp villages and stuff. So almost a little bit like Attack on Titan too, I guess. All right, are you going to go on one of your Shadow of the Colossus rants? No, no Shadow of the Colossus okay. rant today. Okay. Hey, it's a great game, okay? <laughs> um, so that one looked interesting. I've heard... Uh, well, I, I haven't read any reviews, but I, I guess I saw a blurb somewhere that said the reviews for it are not that great. So maybe it'll go on sale. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then God of War just came out. 
and it looks i was watching a live stream of that yesterday and it looks pretty phenomenal cool and yeah actually that does look pretty good I yeah saw that, too. that game looks sick and i never played any other ones and i Me feel either. like maybe it's a bad i feel like since it's kind of a new mythology it might be okay to jump in now but whatever yeah i had a friend that was obsessed with those back in like the, the ps2 days the but. axe that like you can throw and then call back it, it's pretty cool and uh labo just came out yesterday too and yeah. it looks really cool that does look really cool um i'm excited cut your cardboard and <laughs> i saw a tweet about that and it was like oh my labo shipped i can't wait to get this and fuck up a bunch of diy projects and not be able to play my game <laughs> it's like that would be 100 yeah, no percent what would happen to me if i bought it <laughs> and sorry i've got a bunch here uh lastly dauntless uh open beta is coming up actually just got an email about that the other day it's uh it's like monster hunter kind of but oh, uh nice the um the game uh the graphics are a little more cartoony but uh there was like an alpha session a while back that i was part of and it was janky af but it was a lot of fun um and they're having an open beta here i think in may uh so yeah i mean it's cool I haven't played Monster Hunter, so I can't say for sure, but like it's basically like knockoff Monster Hunters, kind of what I'm getting out of it, which isn't bad. You should really play Monster Hunter. I, I want to. I want to play the new one, but uh, it's not on PC yet. That's what I like to play stuff on. And it's still only on PS4. Yeah, PS4. And Is it on Xbox, Xbox One? I think, right? Nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's it. That's all I've got. I mean, that was only five things, but. <laughs> Right on. Um, I am. I've only got a couple just because I don't really want to like recycle too much that I've already gone through. Okay, that's fair. Um, so I I might have, and I actually might have named this one uh, <laughs> last time, but uh, Crash Bandicoot: The Insane Trilogy will I be coming to yes. the Switch um, in <laughs> July, July 11th. Um, don't look at me, that, dude. That I sounds, literally just had it pulled up. I haven't been. That sounds right. Paying attention. Oh, I just thought of one. Another July one. Go 10th. ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. July 10th? July 10th, because okay. it comes to the Xbox One that day, too. Yeah, so super excited for that, um, especially since I do have a Switch coming on Monday. Um, I played a little bit with a friend on PS4. I mean, it's absolutely awesome. It's uh, it's exactly what you wanted back in 1997. <laughs> um, really excited for that. Some of my all-time favorite games. Um, also, um, definitely looking forward to Dark Souls 2. That's not coming out till like December for the Switch, but um, that Ooh. looks absolutely amazing. I've never played any of them. Um, well, I guess. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, because Dark Souls, Dark Souls just got delayed for the Switch. Yeah, yeah, I did. It's not coming out till December. Now, it was funny. But... I was watching a video about that, and they were like, you know, it's coming out to everything, and it's going to be upresed or whatever. But since the Switch is like kind of a little bit, it's you know only 720 or whatever. It's like right. it's almost like playing the original, but on your Switch. <laughs> <laughs> but I can take it with me now. Yeah. Oh yeah. It oh, should no. still be really good. I'm I'm excited for that. Oh, I'm kind of no. trying to branch out a little bit uh, with franchises and things like that. Um, and then I guess the biggest one, which I don't think I've said anything about yet, but has been announced for a while, uh, would be uh, World of Warcraft Classic. That should be oh. really awesome. Um, yeah, I don't think you... I think we, we talked about it, but I don't think you've said it on podcast. Yeah. Right, yeah. And mostly because a uh, huge fan of the Warcraft franchise. Um, two and three were some of my favorite games when I was younger. Um, and I've always, like... I've always been intrigued by World of Warcraft, but just never actually sat down and played it until uh, just, you know, within the past six months. Um, and now that I have started playing it, I mean, uh, it's incredible it's very very awesome super fun 
um, and really excited to get back and uh, and play some of that older content that I missed out uh, on from not playing it since the beginning. Um, there's just a lot of like storyline and uh, and other content that if you start WoW now, it's still there, but you're kind of encouraged to rush through that sort of stuff mm. uh, in order to get to uh, the most current expansions. And uh, getting to experience that firsthand is should be pretty awesome. Yeah, see, I mean, that's the thing. I feel like a lot of MMOs do that where they're like, oh, we have a new expansion. You know, sign up for a new account and get automatically boosted to level 80 or whatever. And I'm like, but isn't that like part of the fun is like leveling up and pulling out, picking your skills and you know what i mean yeah like yeah. so yeah plus then if you're like you just jump to level 80 it's like well how do the basics of this character work yeah you have right. i have no, no idea, idea how to just use my on. basic spell <laughs> well because i've even thought about that with uh because i don't have legion yet i just have oh yeah uh, i just have the battle chest so uh i've kind of held off a little bit on getting legion yeah, and so when i got a new what elder scrolls has got a new one coming too yeah <laughs> oh, i saw that i saw that but um, when I do eventually get Legion, I'll probably make a character specifically for, uh, for Legion. For yeah, for that that level up. Yeah. Oh, sorry. The other one I thought about. Well, I don't know. You may talk about it, but I was going to say Spyro remastered yep. or whatever was just oh, announced yeah, somewhat right. recently, and that, that looks pretty good. I don't know that I ever actually played Spyro before. But I only ever played the third one, but I loved it. I like barely played him. When yeah. I was a kid, I was yeah, more I was more of a I'd, Crash Bandicoot kid. I feel like maybe I'd played him at somebody's house once, you know. Yep. So it that's was how like, it was for me too. But you know, yeah, that one looks cool. Looks good. Yeah. So you? Crash Bandicoot, nice. definitely, it's coming to Xbox. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I played it on the PlayStation when I was younger. Oh, and we yeah. have it on the PlayStation Four because my girlfriend prefers the PS4 <laughs> controller, <laughs> oh, and I yeah. prefer the Xbox controller. So Ooh. obviously, yeah. we just. We could have an episode have, on that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm ex- I'm more excited for it because I like achievements. Oh. Uh, I, I don't that and it's weird too cuz I couldn't care less about trophies on the PlayStation. Yeah. And I couldn't care less about Steam achievements. <laughs> but Microsoft was like, so yeah, every time you get an achievement, it racks up into a total number and I'm like that number needs to be as big as it can. <laughs> so Crash Bandicoot for sure and God of War. I'm looking forward to that yeah, one. That, that looks, looks good. It looks really um, good. I feel like everything else has just been announced. It doesn't have release dates or anything. Yeah. Like the next season of uh, The Walking Dead from Telltale. Oh, yeah. I love those games. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's, it's like, yeah, there's stuff that's coming up that's like, oh, yeah, that looks yeah, good. Like, but when's it coming out? I have no yeah, idea. They're like, this is the fifth E3 that we've th- we've shown the trailer at. <laughs> yeah, We right? still don't know when it's coming out. <laughs> sounds like The Last Guardian. Yeah. But hey, that came out. Uh, yeah, it Finally. was so good, too. Did you ever play that? No. Uh, you haven't I need played to, it. Though. No, I have. Oh, it was. I think it was just on sale at Best Buy. Oh for like man, it was so good. Too. I don't want to talk about it too much, but like, if you enjoyed, if you've played Ico and or Shadow of the Colossus, you should probably play The Last Guardian because it was like, it was like, it was like they were like little steps up in like the coolness factor each time, and right. <laughs> the Last Guardian's just like, oh yeah, like that was the top <laughs> it's level. It's so good. That yeah. was peak. It's so good. So good. And. Anything else? That's pretty much it. That's, that's it. That's okay. it. That I can think of anyway. Uh, I feel like as soon as we like end the podcast, I'm gonna see a tweet or something. I'm like, oh god, that was the game. That was the game. <laughs> that's I'm looking what forward I wanted to. to mention. No, that's cool. Um, yeah. So part of part of why we're I mean we like Spencer. I like Spencer. Oh, thanks guys. Yeah. Um, but part of why we asked Spencer to come uh, on the podcast was because he does stream. And uh, when when did you send that? When did you post that? 
That's about um, the beginning of April, maybe? Yeah, it would have been like right at the beginning of April. Right at about the beginning of April, he uh, sort of announced uh, that he's doing a charity stream for, uh, what's the organization? Uh, it's called Hope for the Day. Hope for the Day. So um, so tell us about um, tell us about the whole thing. Tell us about Hope for the Day and the stream and stuff. Sure. Yeah, so um, Hope for the Day, and I'm going to pull this just straight off of their website because they have a pretty long about us but this kind of hits the bullet points okay cool so hope for the day they really focus on suicide prevention and mental health which are if you've ever been in my stream before those are huge things to me they're really important to me um so they kind of have three key bullet points on their website that's um we will reduce suicide rates by raising uh the visibility of resources through outreach uh, increasing mental health education to change social policy and empowering communities to impact institutional policy. Cool. So the big way that they do that is they're very involved in th- uh, the music industry. Oh, okay. And they're mostly involved in like Warp Tour and more of the, um, I guess, I don't want to call it underground so much because it's not really underground, Indie. but it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's more like they they do they go to a lot of like hardcore shows, yeah, um, a lot of rock, things like that. So they don't. They're not going to show up at like a Justin Bieber concert and be talking to you about it. But they they go to those. And a lot of times it's, I mean, like their CEO is on stage at Warp Tour talking about oh, that. Oh, cool. So it's like they're everyone who works for that company is so heavily involved, mm. you know, even on the ground floor at things like that. So cool. I, I met um, someone from Hope for the Day back in August of last year. Um, I flew to Chicago to see my favorite band on their farewell tour. And we started talking and she, and I, she asked where I was from and I told her Evansville and she said, I've been to Evansville. (laughs) And like we, we connected and started talking for a long time about it. And then I had some friends doing charity streams. I was like, why don't I do that? Yeah. Like it's an easy, I mean, it's not easy, but it's it's a free platform (laughs) for me to do it on. Yeah. I mean, the thing, the most thing I'm going to sacrifice is my time and either way I'm going to be streaming. So why not do it? Yeah, sure. Well, right on, man. So yeah. But yeah, we're doing that, uh, May. May May twelfth is the day that I'm having like the I guess you call it a marathon stream. It's gonna be at least a twelve hour stream. If it's like super, super hype and get like, some cups ready. Yeah, like <laughs> chat's going crazy and the stream's still huge at the end. Like I'll keep going That's for awesome. a little while at least. But uh May is mental health awareness month. Okay. So I'm gonna have the donation link uh through Tiltify in my channel through the whole month. Okay. Originally, I was just going to do that one day. I was like, I mean, I'm streaming all of May. I might as well put the link up there for you know the whole 31 days of May. Yeah, might as well. Yeah, for sure. And you're doing? You're, are you doing some kind of raffle or something too? I think I saw. Yeah. So um, we're doing the event. I might have something for you for that. that yeah, <laughs> that'd be sick. Like anything would be awesome. Um, but do you guys know Evansville Esports at all? Uh, I mean, I know of them, but I don't know much about them. All I know is uh, what you were telling me about two hours ago. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so Evansville Esports, they've been, they were a group, I guess you could call it, before they have their own, now they have their own venue, and they've been trying to make esports bigger in Evansville. Cool. So, finding players and saying, hey, you like to play Smash Bros is their big one. Mm-hmm. So, they say, you guys play Smash Bros? Come to you know, come to the venue, play games with us, and then we're gonna have tournaments. Yeah, and they host big tournaments. Uh, they sponsor a lot of players and all kinds of things. So cool. they're pretty big. Um, I won't talk like too much about their stuff because <laughs> it's kind of their thing. Um, but I've known the the owners for years now, and they're both amazing people. 
and I actually rented their venue out for my uh, my 23rd birthday. Oh, cool. And just had my friends come play video games with me nice. for like an entire Saturday. There you I was go. like, this is all I want to do is play video games. That's cool, dude. But we can't fit everyone in my apartment. <laughs> so I did that. And then I was thinking about it when I wanted to do the, the charity stream. I was like, why should I just do this from like my stream room at home? Why wouldn't I go somewhere where other people can be involved physically in my community? Oh, so I yeah. asked them, I said, hey, can I use your stream room and use the rest of the venue that you have? And just have people come play video games with their friends. If they want to donate money, they can donate money. And we'll have raffle tickets. Um, we'll get physical items from people to raffle off. Cool. Um, on the stream, we'll do code giveaways, things like that. But then that way, people can actually come out and see that you know this is a legitimate charity event that we're doing. It's not just, I'm playing video games for 12 hours, give me money. Right. Nice. You know, they're going to come out and see it. They'll bring their friends and that will get them more involved with it than just, uh, well, I watched it for 25 minutes online and then <laughs> I jumped out cause you know, it's 2018 like and I was bored. Was yeah. Oh, he's playing halo and I played halo. So 2005 whatever. dude. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So we're trying to cool. raise as many, I guess not as many funds and things for the raffle as much as get donations and things for items, services, anything that people can offer up. We'd love to raffle it off. Awesome. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I just love, honestly, the fact that, like, you're doing, like, the two halves of it, basically, you know, like, the physical part and then also doing the stream. I I don't know. I wouldn't have thought of that, I don't think. So, I think that's really cool, honestly. Yeah, that's super right. cool. And I just thought that would make it more accessible to people and also people who Definitely. don't don't play video games can get involved in that you know like oh yeah th- there's there's plenty of people that don't play video games but they might see you know the flyers we're going to put up around mm-hmm. town and say you know i'm not going to play video games but i'll swing through you know i'll learn something about you know mental health suicide prevention things maybe i'll drop four or five bucks in the you know in the bucket and i'll drop this ticket in for a gamestop gift card to give to little timmy for his birthday next month you know so I, I just felt like that would make it accessible to, to more people. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. definitely. That's really awesome. cool idea. Yeah. <laughs> we're, like, we're in sync here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's Game of the Month podcast approved. <laughs> See, I'm already bringing people together. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. All right. Uh, are you, I guess we're ready. Are we ready? I'm ready. <laughs> I'm pretty ready. <laughs> yeah, pretty ready. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and take it away. Okay. So this month we decided to play Spec Ops The Line. Um, It is a 2012 third-person shooter. Um, Came out around the time of kind of the big boom of these uh, military-based third- and first-person shooters that you saw a lot of in the late 2000s and early teens. Um, it's actually part of a series, which I didn't know until... It is? Uh, it is actually part of a series. I didn't know that. The it's, fuck? it's technically considered a reboot of the series, but um, yeah, the first game dates back to uh, 1998 Spec Ops. Oh, shit, uh, I ain't playing that. What is it? Spec Ops <laughs> Rangers Ready to Go or something like that? I, I, I don't remember. But, See, that, uh, I think that, I remember That makes me of think games. of, like, uh, Rescue Rangers. <laughs> 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 I'm like, that does not sound like the same kind of game at all. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, technically part of a series. Um, okay, I did not realize. Yeah, that's it, interesting. It's uh, it was actually a pretty interesting game. I mean, uh, I wait, I wait will... before you go too far. Okay, it is by Jaeger Development. I like to. Oh yes, Jaeger and, Development uh, published by Two K. I don't know. I, it was probably on. 
I don't know what all was available I on at the time. I think it originally was that would have been PS3. It was 360 PS3. Yeah, Windows 360 right. PS3 and later came out on uh, OS 10 and Linux. Anyways, if you get it on uh, Steam, it's only 30 bucks normally, which is still actually pretty expensive that's for not too bad. A yeah, game I that's think 6 it's, years old. I mean, Oh, we do need to mention too. I think that's worth it. Uh, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a spoiler episode. Oh so, yeah, major spoilers. Um, like we can't. I don't feel like it's fair to talk about this game and not get into the meat of it, which is kind of spoilery. So, but at if, what point do we not consider things a spoiler anymore? Well, like the game's been out for how long? I was gonna say you've got well, s- you've had six years to play this game. I yeah, don't care fuck. I know. Yeah, but how many of us have has played it before now? None of us. None of us. So, but if you were looking into that game, well, yeah, 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 you're probably gonna run I'm across just saying, some spoilers. I'm just somewhere. saying, if 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 you were interested, if you heard we were playing it and you're interested in seeing, hearing what we thought, uh, my recommendation yeah. is go ahead and get it and play it. If you have any interest <laughs> in the game at all, play it first and then listen to us babble on about it. Yeah, because uh, we're gonna go deep here. Ooh, nah. like a whale. <laughs> anyway. So, um, I totally lost my train of thought. Sorry, sorry. Okay, Dory. Um, yeah, third-person shooter. So, third person this, shooter. this game is very narrative-heavy. That's kind of like the point of this game is the story yeah. and the narrative and uh, just kind of the whole, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, story, I don't narrative. Know. Just going to use the same words over and over and over again. Um, but yeah, so definitely more than the gameplay. Um, definitely about uh, choices and uh, decisions and things like that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's like, it's 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 on rails. I mean, you know, you're just kind of going down a set path. But Yeah, you, you walk for a little bit and then you get into a firefight and then you walk for a little bit more and then you get into a firefight. Which makes it sound like kind of trash but it's not it's good it's it is good it was decent and uh because I, I was gonna say i i want to preface like everything that i say about this game by saying that i'm not necessarily usually very into these kinds of games um i played like yeah, okay the campaign from call of duty 4 back in the day i did really like that but other than that i'm not usually a huge fan of like military true to life based video games um but this one actually was really good i did appreciate you know kind of what they were trying to do and say with this game yeah i i don't know that i wouldn't say that or that i would say that i'm not like necessarily into these games but it's not something i play often Mm -hmm. but i played like um four four and a half hours probably the first night i actually sat down with the game like i got i got hooked really fast you do get drawn into the story um pretty much from the beginning yeah um gosh i'm looking at my notes and i just don't know like where to really start with all of this well so (laughs) you play as uh as captain walker captain walker um basically you are sent into there's been some huge catastrophe in dubai yeah, and you're sent in to check it out. It it's not really very well um, explained. I think what's going on in Dubai. My understanding is there's basically just this huge sandstorm that's engulfed and encircling Dubai, and it's been that way for like months. Yeah, that's, that's the way I understand it. Anyways, they don't really get real far into that. I think there's like intel drops that kind of give you a little more information 
um, which the Intel drops are just like little collectibles you can pick up along the way um, that kind of give you some background on some of the other characters in the game and stuff. But um, yeah, also with Dubai, another plat- battalion or something. Yes, the the thirty third, thirty third division, yeah. I guess. Um, went there to evacuate some time ago, and no one's heard anything from them since. So really, your mission is to go in, see if there's anybody there still, and then get out and let the cavalry come in and and take over and start evacuating people. But instead, the shit hits the fan. Yeah, and you just kind of start wading deeper and deeper into the shit, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Uh Yeah, here's I'll just I'm just going to go through my notes here, I guess, from stop start okay. from okay. top to bottom it's, kind it's, of. I'm not going to necessarily like not just rattle them all off, but these are just things that I was thinking about okay um so there's a cut scene i don't know exactly where in the game it's probably a couple times in the game actually where this happens where uh your your squad the delta delta ops uh which is captain walker and then your i don't remember what his rank is, is. General, it doesn't matter general lugo general? <laughs> it's not general lieutenant but you got lugo and adams are the other two and that's pretty much all you call them during the whole thing um there's there's like a couple cutscenes where you're using like kind of these like normal like room entering clearing tactics, you know, where you stack up on the door and then you kick it down and you rush in and you know everybody kind of covers a corner as you go into the room. And you don't ever really do that in the game. <laughs> That's true. And yeah. I kind of wish that was like a you know, that was a that was part of the gameplay a little bit cuz like most of the time you're just kind of wandering through buildings. And then you'll come to a door that, like, you guys might kick down or whatever. But then there's just, like, dudes running in or whatever at that point. Like, you're never nece- you're never really... Despite the fact that you move through a lot of buildings, there's not really a lot of close quarters combat, I'd say. No, I mean, there not. there is some, but... Um, it depends on how mo- close you decide to get to. Yeah, I was going to say, most of, the, most of the rooms you enter are big enough that, you know, you've got space to you know, stay, hang back a little bit. You don't have to worry about it too much. So that was kind of a weird, weird thing. Yeah. When I first started playing it, I definitely thought it was going to be more of like a, like a rainbow six Vegas type of situation than just kind of like running around wherever trying to find cover. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, what's my next thing? Okay. So let's talk about, uh, the white phosphorus mortar we're gonna jump right into that that's just the next note i've got okay here i've got this this is a cool little feature uh it is very short let me say that first it's about five or six hours uh game time to finish that's all it took me um i did play through it twice the second time took me a little longer because i played on a harder difficulty and (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) it one shot um but the title scene um, when you first load up the game changes throughout the game, the farther you get into the game, like the more it's kind of, a uh, overlooking the city a little bit. And there's like an upside down American flag there or whatever and stuff. And as you play through the game, when you load back into that, uh, title scene, uh, title menu, that scene gets more and more like war torn and the flag, it's dirty and torn and stuff. And originally there's, I think like a sniper sitting up there or whatever. And then later uh, i don't know if he's there anymore or if he's just laying there dead or what but it kind of uh it kind of follows that that title menu follows you through the game that's really cool yeah it's a neat little 
neat little feature. I always love like small things like that. It's not, yeah, there's just a you know little touch. This is like a nice little detail. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, but well, well, we can wait. We can wait for the white phosphorus stuff. Um, so it's broken down into chapters, and I don't know about you, but I found the chapters like whenever they pop up on the screen to be a little screwy because like I feel like I played through the game and I didn't see any of them until chapter five. And I didn't see any until chapter nine. And then I didn't see any until chapter 11. Like, it was really... Uh, yeah, I mean, I remember seeing them. It was kind of janky. But it didn't really seem like they were very well-placed. Like, there were there were certain ones where I guess it kind of made sense that you're going from, like, chapter one to chapter Sorry, two. I just read one of my notes. <laughs> what was it? I got shot in the arm so much I died of being shot in the arm. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, but there were also some like trap chapter tra- chapter transitions, uh, or it didn't feel like like you were moving on to a different part of the game. Like it was just a yeah continuation. But uh, yeah, there are fifteen chapters total to the game, um, and yeah, like you said, it's it's not really very long. You kind of get into the meat of the story pretty early on, um, basically. The 33rd has gone complete treason. And. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I'm like, the CIA's involved. Well, and so like, I've got this <laughs> note. You get jacked around so much in this game. Because you start off and you're looking for the 33rd. And then there's a point early on where you think the CIA is working with the local people to attack the 33rd. Um, but then it seems like the 33rd's trying to kill you. And then it seems like the 33rd is here to help the people. And the, the CIA is working with the locals to kill the 33rd, which we already thought anyways, but, but then the 33rd is trying to kill you again. And then you think the 33rd fucked up and the CIA is trying to clean things up. And then, uh, you think the 33rd is helping. Like, it's just like back and forth and it's like everybody's your enemy in this game basically it's so fucking like it's it's a mind fuck really is what it yeah is. it it's is like, playing through it again the second time it was that much more apparent i was like dude i have no idea who i can actually trust here like i'm like coming in and i'm like okay the locals are attacking us so i guess the 33rd is the good guys and then like the cia guys show up and they're i kill i don't i don't know they're but, like they seem like they're bad too yeah, that, yeah. I don't know. It's it's shades of gray. I guess is really what it is. But um, yeah. it, yeah, it, you just never really know what to think because, like, ten minutes later, you're going to be thinking something else. It's a trust no one situation. Um, I mean, nobody's really like your friend in the game except for the two guys that you have with you. Yeah, and that's true. Really, even their faith kind of wavers in you a little bit. Um, a lot of it, but. Yeah, I mean, so the the 33rd has gone, like, completely rogue, and uh, they're, like, killing civilians. Yeah. And, well, everybody's kind of killing civilians. Rounding up civilians and shipping them out. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Um, but then... And not, like, shipping out, like, uh, evacuating, like... Right. Taking off to camp or something. I don't, you know, I don't know. Yeah. You don't really know, but... But then, like, so then there's kind of, like, this, there's the radio man. Yeah, there's the radio man. I don't even have a note in here about the radio man, which is surprising. So the radio <laughs> man's kind of, like, this ominous, like, 
Wizard of Oz antagonist. Yeah. (laughs) Who is just like playing rock and roll and taunting you while you're walking through Dubai. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best way to describe it. I don't, know, it, I don't really. know how to describe it, honestly. I mean, it's 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 really kind of bizarre. Um, <laughs> Do you ever find anything else Spen- out Spencer's about him? just like, <laughs> what's going on? Do you ever find anything out about this guy? Uh, so you do end up uh, making your way to uh, where he is broadcasting from. Oh, okay. And long story short, you kill him. Because you're killing everybody anyway. Well, yeah. And, you know, you feel like he's the guy at least for part of it, you feel like he's the guy who's running the show because he's, you know, and somehow he's, I don't know. He, somehow he's able to kind of know where you're at a lot, which is kind of weird. I didn't really think about that until now, but yeah, I mean, he, he seems like he's kind of the guy who's, he's running the show. He's like definitely antagonizing the situation and, you know, kind of almost driving everybody to be at war with each other. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But you don't really like like learn a whole lot about him, though. No, you learn a little bit more about him with the intel uh, that you can pick up through, but not a whole lot, honestly. Um, what else have I got here? So yeah, uh, towards the end of the game, you end up thinking that um, uh, General Conrad is the source of all the shit that's going down in dubai um and so you start this might i don't think it's i don't think it's even after you meet radio man i think it's before that but you go after radio man anyways right um so you're gunning for this general conrad who's the general of the 33rd and i don't know where i was going with that but that's that's what you're doing (laughs) so i guess uh we should probably talk about the white phosphorus now yeah so this is like the big like moment in the game i feel like yeah it really is for me it was like after i just kind of i had to stop for a second honestly right um so you're you're fighting your way through this area of dubai and this is this is after you get the map from gould right yeah so you work with this cia guy to um figure out where he's trying to what where he's trying to go to attack or um i guess attack you think he's going to attack this what do they call it the gate or yeah, the something gate. yeah and you like have this opportunity which okay so this was another moment in the game where it was like you have a choice you can either shoot those guys and save gould yeah or they're trying to coax you to like save the civilians but i could not actually figure out a way to save the civilians um yeah, you actually can save the civilians. Okay. So, um if you attack the guys that are holding Gould and trying to get information from him. Uh-huh. Uh all hell breaks loose and snipers and dudes just appear out of like fucking nowhere and start lighting you up and you just fight back and the civilians get killed. If you don't, if you follow Adams um and you just wait and you kind of creep along um, you can silently take out all the guys that are just already there, and then Gould still ends up getting shot or something. I think. I think he dies. So he way. still ends up dying. Yes, but um, but you can basically silently take out the guys that are in uh 
in that area. Okay. And then the civilians and stuff aren't harmed. But it it doesn't really affect the end of the game at all. Right. It just affects, you know, whether or not civilians get slaughtered because of what you do. Which is kind of which is what leads into the, the white phosphorus of the yeah. game, yeah. So, anyways, uh, the CIA guys were organizing an attack on the gatehouse, and when you roll up there, all you can see, like as far as the eye can see, is soldiers, is soldiers and tanks and all kinds of stuff. And you're on like this balcony, and there is a rappel rope there, but you you can't use it. Um, immediately. Right. Um, but you do have access to a mortar and it's a white phosphorus mortar, which you come in contact with a little earlier in the game, actually. Yeah. It's like only like maybe a chapter or two before that. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of, it's kind of like napalm esque, I guess. Yeah. Um, people just are let on fire and burn alive basically. Um, so it's nasty stuff. And I, we kind of talked about this, but I don't think there's a choice when you get to that point. They make it seem like there's a choice, but I tried to avoid it you at can, least a dozen times. You can try to attack the soldiers, but I got there's just wasted. Just instantly. so many of them, yeah. even in the very first area, you you're not you can't last very long. You're gonna get shot in the arm so much you die of getting <laughs> shot in the arm. Um, I mean, they're snipers, and there's just they've got tanks and stuff. Like it's just it's a no go. So you end up using this mortar and just shelling the hell yeah, out of the entire place, blow everyone away, and uh, then you get to walk through that, um, which on its own is like pretty. I mean, horrifying. It's, I mean, it's kind of hard, I think, to probably do that sort of thing justice in a video game. Yeah. Especially one six years ago. Um, but, I mean, you literally have guys, like, crawling towards you on fire just screaming. Um, and some of them I literally shot just to, like... Oh, yeah. Just so to put I. them out of their misery. Um, and then you come across... There's, like, a... There's one guy I, and he's still alive. Oh yeah, there is one guy still alive. I forgot about that. Yeah. And he says that and he tells you we tried to help. Yeah, we we're were trying helping. To help. Yeah. And then you like open you I don't know, you whisk aside this like awning or whatever, this covering, and there's just like a truck full of civilians that are all, you know, skins just melted and which I don't know how that one dude happened to survive. That's a little yeah, like it's a little weird, but but uh and it's uh, it's kind of graphic, and they you know they give you a good look at it to kind of drive the point home. But yeah, especially that like last scene where Walker's just like looking at that mother holding yeah the, little the girl. mother holding the child yeah um and yeah I just have a note here I just <laughs> white phosphorus mortar Jesus literally <laughs> me after like I was just like <laughs> Jesus um yeah it was it was like kind of yeah it was. It was it was tough. Devastation. Honestly. Yeah, it was yeah. like, well, shit. You know, I thought I was doing good, but maybe I'm not. Yeah. And the thing, too, with, like, the ghoul thing, there's a couple other points in there where you have some options, but um, they don't really affect uh, the the end of the game much. And it, the- it's just kind of... it's, And once you get to the end of the game, you kind of realize all that, and so you kind of relive some of that stuff and say, okay... So I just did that because, like, 
some guy told me to or because I thought I had to or yeah and I that thought one, I was making the right choice but was I if you don't if you don't mind me going off on a little side note here Go. that was actually kind of one of my problems with the game yeah was the fact that there really wasn't much of a change in consequence like depending on what you decided to do yeah um now i mean it it, it can affect you a little bit like you said like looking back like oh, mm-hmm. okay i just did that because you know whatever that's because what i thought that I was the easy way to do it yeah but you know if you kind of try to do you know maybe like the good thing or whatever it just doesn't really make much of a difference in the overall game. Well, like there's one part where um, you've got two guys that are strung up off of a traffic sign or something, and you're being told to choose which one. One guy stole bread, uh, which of course is illegal or whatever, to feed his family, and then the other guy was a soldier that came to arrest him and ended up killing his family because they were struggling or he was struggling or whatever and, and he accidentally killed the guy's family. So which one should die? Um, and, you know, you you have to choose, um, which actually you don't have to choose. Second time I played through it, I decided not to because there's snipers trained on your team at that point. And I said, well, what if I don't choose? Granted, I played through the game once already. So how about I don't choose? <laughs> And I just fight off all these guys. And you can do that. But, uh, you know, it's kind of the same with um, whether or not you want to try and save those civilians or save Gould. In that, like, ones makes that kind of area a lot easier to get through. Um, If you shoot one of them, you know, it's a lot easier to get through that area. But if you don't shoot either one of them, you you just have to fight your way through there. So it kind of just affects that area's gameplay, I guess. But... Yeah, it doesn't really affect the end that much. But and now I'm actually interested in like going back and trying again to get through the white phosphorus thing without using it. I see I I really don't think it can be done, dude. I, I don't really know. don't. Especially cuz and here's here's part of why too. At the end of the game So, wait, do we want to go there already? Do we want to go to the end of the game? I feel like we're kind of getting yeah we're, we're getting close um oh i do so lugo uh one of your team he does end up getting killed he ends up you guys get uh you take off in a helicopter and you're like shooting down other helicopters and stuff and then a sandstorm comes up and you guys crash uh well i should say you fall out and i guess somebody i guess adams also falls out and then lugo maybe crashes with the copter i'm not sure exactly how all that went down but um so you you're alone and then you have to end up um uh, you have to find the other two and by the time you guys get to Lugo he's been surrounded and attacked by some locals and they've hung him and you shoot the rope and get him down uh but and you try to do CPR and stuff but he's he's dead and it just felt really kind of anticlimactic for yeah. like one of your teammates to just you know like go down like that uh yeah i don't know it was like really that's it he just got hung and i didn't get to do anything about it but i again that might kind of be leading towards you know again kind of what the game's about which is it's really kind of about uh, i don't know how i would describe it even yeah i just i actually <laughs> genuinely do appreciate like like kind of what they tried to do with the with the idea of this game i don't think it was necessarily 
executed as well as it could have been. Hmm. And there I are thought so- it was pretty good, really, overall. Overall, yeah, I mean, it's it's a good game. And like I said, I mean, I, I, I think that they... I think it was a good idea. I just think that there are other things that maybe could have been changed a little bit. Yeah. Well, and it's it's the thing is too like it's not just like another dude. You know, there's only the three of you, and Lugo's like the the smart ass. You know, he's got yeah. the he, he runs his mouth and stuff the whole time, and like your guys kind of get in arguments sometimes about stuff, and you'll have you have to break it up. So like you you do kind of get to know them. So it. it it does feel a little bit, but then also at that point, because I was just playing through it the other day, I don't remember if I you have to if I had to the first time. But um, Adams wants to start open firing on all these civilians that have basically boxed you in at this point, and I I did it, and you know because I th- I think it was a, a time when you don't actually have a choice. I think you have to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was I don't know. It was kind of I was like, oh okay. I was like, what if I don't want to? I mean, I do want to because they killed my mate, but, you know, like, what if I don't want to? And I feel like the first time I was going through that section, I was just, like, running on adrenaline, you know, adrenaline <laughs> and emotions, you know, because you have to really fight to get there in the first place. But, yeah. And then, like, Lugo kind of comes back to haunt you when you're trying to get to Conrad. Um, there's, like, a heavy that comes out of a, a doorway. And for a moment, you see it as Lugo shouting at you you know like why'd you let me die or whatever yeah spoiler uh you gotta finish it walker's kind of crazy yeah so in the end turns out walker's a little bit crazy and you don't really know when he goes crazy um i would imagine it's like some point around the white phosphorus it seems like things kind of start to spiral spiral out of control after that yeah, the thing is, you pick up the radio that you talked to Conrad with before that. That's true. It's true. And Conrad is dead already. Conrad's been dead for a while. And actually, there's some intel on the very last section when you go to meet Conrad that implies that he actually took his own life, which probably because of like all the crazy stuff that went down. But um, yeah, which is like weirdly appropriate i guess sort it sort all of came full circle <laughs> yeah um but uh there's actually a like a, a painting there uh, i i don't know if it's actually real because at that point you're hallucinating talking to conrad in the flesh and then you find out a few seconds later that he's dead and he's been dead for a while but there's a painting there of basically that same scene with the mother holding the white phosphorus and stuff. But yeah, you actually pick up like the radio that you talked to him with before that. Did you say the mother holding the white phosphorus? Did I say that? Yes, you did. Mother holding the child. <laughs> yeah, you totally did. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for calling me out. <laughs> Look, someone would have been upset if you didn't. So, <laughs> Yeah, sorry. The mother holding the child after the white phosphorus. Uh, but like, yeah, you pick up the radio, I think, before that even happens. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, the thing with the two the two guys hanging you from the street sign or whatever, they're actually both dead bodies. You find out at that point in the game too, so that you weren't actually shooting anybody at all, which makes the fact that then those like sniper guys leave you alone is kind of weird. Like, oh, that guy shot that dead body. Let's leave him alone. Doesn't really make any sense. Like, yeah. So it 
it kind of at some point you kind of start thinking okay so how many people did i really kill yeah did you kill any was the whole thing in his in his mind well i mean since your buddies are shooting at people too Twilight i, I assume some of them are real people but <laughs> so you you meet conrad you find out oh conrad's actually dead so i'm just hallucinating but i'm still going to keep talking to myself as conrad and you you have the option to either shoot him uh or let him shoot you basically for all the things all the crap that you've done um oh there's that part where you're trying to uh destroy the uh aquatic center or whatever oh yeah yeah yeah. um to so like nobody has any water and you go through with that so like now all the people that were living there like have even less stuff to survive on and then that guy what was his name that wasn't ghoul that was some other dude he was an asshole yeah he was a dick i don't you get the, did you get through that part? You get the opportunity to you kill him. You get the him, opportunity right? to kill him. He's, yeah. he's cr- he's stuck under a truck and he's caught on fire. And I think the first time I put him out and the second time I was like, "No, fuck you, dude." And I just walked <laughs> Burned off. Burned to death. And it was kind of weird. It was like, you know, him like screaming after you is a little like, yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, <laughs> so like you just don't know how cr- anyways, so you can you can either get shot or shoot Conrad and by get shot, you're killing yourself you uh imitating him screaming reminded me of uh you know like in goldeneye when you can run the guys over with the tanks no okay <laughs> i don't remember ever doing well, fuck that it. never mind then god <laughs> no no go ahead with your story i mean that's all there is oh okay <laughs> it's like, no, I, they I really oh uh i still don't remember the sound they make though kind of sounds like that though it does kind of okay yeah <laughs> thanks <laughs> um yeah so you can either basically kill yourself or shoot conrad which i don't know what that means really anymore um if you do that if you shoot, if you shoot yourself game's over if you don't uh you have a little epilogue where you're just like hanging out somewhere and some other u.s forces come to find you and you've got a weapon, and you can either uh, give up the weapon, and you're wearing and Conrad's go, uniform, and yeah, you're wearing Con- Conrad's jacket, like dress jacket or whatever, um, which is a little unsettling. But anyways, yeah, you can either like drop your weapon and go home with him, and I'm sure suffer from all kinds of horrible mind things. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. PTSD and all kinds of stuff. Uh, or you can like try to fight them because you want to kill more things or you want to die, but you don't want to kill yourself, I guess. Uh, and then they'll shoot you and, uh, and then you die and that's the end of the game. But apparently also you can fight everybody off and then at the white phosphorus point at the very end. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I didn't try hard enough, I guess. It's yeah, if uh That was last night. If I you think. kill the entire patrol, Walker uses the radio to greet Army Command with gentlemen, welcome to Dubai. One of his first statements Walker said to his team, as well as the one of the first statements Conrad said to Walker. Yes, that's right. Walker then returns as the camera pans to a ruined Dubai. Okay. Interesting. So I missed out on one. Darn it. Well now you gotta do it again. Shit. No, I'll just reload that checkpoint. <laughs> Yeah, so the endings were like 
I don't know, pretty heavy, especially because like you're just like, oh yeah, I gotta go get this Conrad dude, and then all of a sudden you find out, oh, he doesn't actually exist. So it was kind of like a mind fuck there, but overall, I mean, like the gameplay and stuff. I'm gonna like take it lighter here for a second. It's okay. pretty good. Yeah, I feel like the enemies are pretty smart. Not like too smart though. Like, I did have one thing though. The second playthrough, uh, it's towards the end of the game when you're taking the gatehouse and you like enter this room. This is right after you see Lugo in this heavy armor, which he's it's not him. And there's like five or six more guys in there, and I think it's six. And I killed five guys, and I'm like, okay, I guess that other guy just didn't spawn in or whatever. And so I run up the steps and I start to turn this corner, and there the dude's just standing there behind. Like, you know, every other time, you know, they stare, they're there and then they pop out. Right. He never popped out. He just stood there. So I walk around the corner and I just get blasted, <laughs> absolutely shredded. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Because I played through that part many times. I hated the controls. They were... They were not great. They're they're unconventional. I thought they worked all right. Honestly. There were so many times where, like... It's hard to go from that game to playing something else and come back or, like, you know, like... Yeah. That's it's hard to do. Like the whole like using space to crouch and also space to sprint was terrible. Yeah. I hated it. Well so many times I went to take cover and I would end up just like sprinting and running around like an idiot. And sometimes <laughs> like if I was trying to sprint, he would just like like there would be cover I guess the viewers can't see me doing this yeah, right now. You're right. There would be cover over here and I'd be like walking through and then like all of a sudden he would just go shoop. Like and, and like magnetized yeah, to the like cover. Really? Yeah. <laughs> See, I didn't have that much problem with it. It's very irritating. I mean, a couple times, I I had some times where he would pop off of cover, which like low cover too, not like something he could stand up behind. Yeah. He just yeah, you press space and he kind of magnetizes to the nearest cover generally. Yeah. Um, and then he'll crouch if he needs to crouch. He's he's Walker's semi intelligent on his own. <laughs> But yeah, I had a couple times where he would just pop up, and I was like, "No, what are, <laughs> what are, you, doing? What are you doing?" Yeah, and yeah. Was so, also... th- so that was weird, but I mean, overall, I thought it, it worked okay. Yeah, I mean, it was good enough, but I didn't. It could be tightened up, yeah, for sure. But the guns felt uh, like there's there's a variety of guns, and you can pick up new ones that enemies drop, and a lot of them have secondary fire modes. And, and I did actually like all the of fact that, that felt pretty good. I you felt, have to thought. question your ammunition ammunition yes, quite a bit you do because you can run out like really easily yeah yeah it was there was a couple times where it's like okay there's like four of these lying around and i've got this much would i be better off just dropping it and taking whatever's in those yeah the nice thing is though is you can actually just do that you can drop what you have and pick up whatever's lying around and then if you decide this is not enough <laughs> Just go back and pick that weapon back up. It doesn't yeah. just like disappear immediately. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, I mean, I really overall, I think the gunplay was really good. Actually, yeah, I mean, the actual firefights did. Some of the feel guns like good. don't feel very good, but the shotguns felt really good. Actually, you do have to be like pretty damn Blast close to be able people. to use them though. Yeah, well, that was a nice thing too. So I don't know if you noticed this, but on like those the closer um, close range weapons. Uh, your reticle will light up like a dark red if you're going to yes. give them full damage. Yes. And then it's like a lighter, almost like a pink or whatever if you're only going to give them like partial damage. So like you can actually tell, okay, you know, this shotgun blast is going to... Because most of the shotgun blasts would like one-shot people. So, 
you know, it's like, okay, yeah, I can one shot this dude around the corner or like, no, I'm going to have to just spray him and hope. And the pistols were actually pretty decent too. There were quite a few times where I would use a pistol because generally if you picked one up, you got a pretty damn decent amount of ammunition with it. Yeah. So sometimes it was smarter to just use a pistol than it was to like use a UMP 45 with, you know, 15 yeah. ammo. Well, and there's a couple times when there, this is something I actually didn't like as much. Well, there's a couple times when you're forced to use a pistol, like a desert Eagle or something, because like, like when you have that helicopter crash and you fall uh, out of yeah, that building, yeah. apparently all your guns ever just survived. disappear. Yeah. That, that's, that is something like you fall out of so much shit in this game, like from heights that you should not be living, but you do. Uh, I Magically. mean, he, the, his model does change as the game goes through though. So you do get kind of fucked up, but, um, like there's a couple times when, yeah, you fall out of something and then all your guns just disappear yeah. and all you have is a pistol. And it's like, well, I didn't, I wasn't even holding a pistol when I fell out of that building. That part of the game though, was actually really fun when you're just like hiding behind the car and there's like seven or eight dudes just kind of circling around you looking for you. That was actually really fun. Yeah. That one, that one was fun. That was, it was intense. It was that was one of the few like really close quarter kind of situations that you have. Okay, anything so, else? I was gonna say final thoughts. Yeah, I mean, because uh, I think I'm about. I, I done feel like with that was notes. pretty messy, honestly. But it's it's just hard to like form one cohesive opinion of this game, and like trying to describe it there's just no way that it's not going to be messy honestly yeah it, there's there's just there's a lot to the game and uh and that's part of what makes it remarkable i probably seem like my opinion went all over the place of the game oh. throughout this uh throughout us talking about it but overall um it is actually a really good game it really sucks you in and uh yeah there, there's mean, a mission objective called run god damn it <laughs> that made me laugh <laughs> that was good yeah, overall, I was gonna say it's a really, really good game. Um, f- again, I feel like the combat is uh, feels fair. I mean, even like on the harder difficulties, I didn't necessarily feel like I feel like the enemies probably hit harder, but like I didn't really feel like I was getting like just absolutely yeah destroyed every time. You know, it felt pretty pretty fair, and the guns feel good, and they f- they feel different. And yeah, I mean, the other mechanics are kind of could probably use some tweaking maybe an update they're a little iffy but, here and there but, but it's it's more about that narrative and and even i guess maybe the the emotional impact but yeah it's good it's worth the 30 bucks i'd say yeah i would say so if you can get it on sale get it on sale but if you really want to play it so play it for our next game oh yeah shit i haven't even looked what what's on the list what's something what's something you want to play I thought next time we were going to play Doom. Oh, yeah, that's right. Doom. So we're going to be playing Doom. Um, should be pretty exciting. What are I you th- going to play it on? I will be playing it on the Switch, which will be super awesome. Nice. I'm going to go um, PC. Go PC? Yeah, okay. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Um, played it with a buddy of mine a little bit. Doom. Already. Um, it's it's uh from what little i've played of it it is super excellent uh so i'm looking forward to being able to get in depth with it it is a super solid game yeah have you played it yeah you want to play it again sure i'm always down to play a doom oh wait do we want to get another microphone (laughs) we're yeah we probably should get another microphone 
because uh, I think we're I think we're gonna have I think it's gonna be a fourzy <coughs> next time. All right, we can do a fourzy. We'll have to find a weekend that works for everybody. Anyways, yeah. yeah so Doom, Doom next, Doom, the new one. Yeah, not the old <laughs> the one. original. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While you wait for Doom, you should listen to the Doom soundtrack. The soundtrack is amazing. Oh yeah, yeah, it's super good. It's like really good like heavy metal instrumentals uh. but then there's parts in it where like and it, you'll you know, you'll recognize this in the game not to talk too much about it before the episode <laughs> but like there's parts in it where the music will lower and it'll come up just enough for like the enemies or like whenever you fight the enemies oh, it gets yeah. louder and like more hectic and really fast and heavy okay. and then whenever you're not fighting you're just kind of walking it's slower and huh. it's super good like cool. they put so much effort and thought into the music it's amazing that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, actually, that's something. It's something that like in a lot of games, I'll like turn the music down. Like I'll enjoy music, but like it's like okay, I would just want to like listen to like the art that's gone into the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh, this one, it's like all in one. Like the music's part of that art. That's cool. It's super good. All right. So Doom, Doom. Thanks for listening to this month's Game of the Month podcast. Uh, don't forget to check out uh, Spencer at uh, Mr. Pure Instinct on Twitch, especially on May 12th. May 12th, yeah. It's going to be 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Or if you're in the Evansville area, you can stop by Evansville Esports yep. and get some raffle stuff. Yeah, and there's um, there's like, there's like an actual Facebook event page and stuff for it. So if you don't Sweet. know where Evansville Esports is, if you want to keep up with what raffle items we're getting as we go along, that's cool. Um, I'll have links to it on my Twitch channel and probably in my Discord. Okay, cool. And uh, don't forget, we also have a Facebook page that we don't use a whole lot. Uh, it's uh, at, uh, actually, I don't remember what it's at. It's, it's I think it's GOTM Podcast, Podcast, isn't it? Yeah. On Facebook. <laughs> uh, all our stuff from our website gets shuffled over there so you can see what we're up to. Or, or you can also go to the website, which is gotmpodcast.blueberry.net. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.net. And... Uh, I think that's is that all the stuff we have i think that's it that's more than enough <laughs> <laughs> if anything we would said made any sense yeah uh <laughs> anyways so yeah thanks for listening yes thank you we will see you next time this party's over <laughs> <laughs>